When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life uh, and a new type of episode. We decided, Rupert and I, that we wanted to do some episodes where we focus on brand new artists who we think are good, um, let them come on the podcast, talk about what their influences are, uh, what their music's about. And with that in mind, uh, I present to you our first in that new series, uh, and that is with a rapper called Jazz Kahina. Um, I became aware of her stuff about uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago. Um, and I really like it, man. She's like super lyrical and uh, she obviously loves her hip hop. So um, uh, enjoy. Hip Hop Saved My Life, a brand new series showcasing new artists. We haven't thought a name of it yet. Uh, enjoy. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, because it's time for the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Hip Hop Saved My Life. We are joined by rapper Jazz Kahina. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Thank you for coming onto the podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you, you. for inviting me. I'm uh, a fan. Yes, well, we're fans of you. So, God, that sounds so, sounded so insincere. But I didn't so reciprocal. It. Yes, yeah, I exactly. I feel the reciprocity. Yes. Uh, now, how's life treating you? All right. Um, it's kind of chaotic, I guess. In what way? Well, some holidays. Yeah. And I kind of part-time teach. So I wasn't doing that. And yeah. then it's just the kids are like half at mine and half at their dad's. So I right. kind of had all this weird free time. It just throws me off a bit, the routine. Yeah. So you've got two kids, right? Yeah. And uh, how old are they? Six and eleven. So that's difficult, isn't it? Eleven and six. Is that difficult yeah, combo? Yeah, a bit, yeah. I think it's always difficult. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But um, they're both fun ages in different ways. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'm struggling with parenting, if I'm being honest with you. I just don't feel like I'm giving the kids what they need. What do you think they need? Well, they need guidance, oh, like yeah. a role model. Yeah. Oh, Parenting is basically just like 89% chronic guilt. Yes. Forever. So you're not doing enough. Exactly. Yeah. And well, like, I've just accepted that. Just You're going to feel guilty yeah. all the time. So, you know. They're not grateful anyway, even it. when you do step up. No, they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. So, but I'll tell you what I've started to get paranoid about recently. Sorry, we'll get on tip off in a sec. But yeah. I'm just, it's <laughs> just that it's something that's been playing on my mind is that um, I can think of things that my mum said to me that have given me hang-ups that have lasted to this day, like about my weight and shit like that. <laughs> From when, when you were young? From when I was like 10 or yeah. 11. Mm. And now I'm constantly scaring... So mm. recently, we were on holiday and we are playing... This is so sad, we were playing Uno, right? Mm. And one of the kids started screaming about, like he was losing at Uno mm. and so I said to him you can't scream and then he screamed 
And then I just screamed back at him. <laughs> and then he started like crying his eyes out. And I thought I was just doing like for like yeah, teaching yeah. him a lesson. But then I just thought that he's gonna that's gonna be like that's gonna fucking scar him, man. His dad's keep, screaming in his face. Just keep doing it. I reckon it's what you think might not that right. does. You're right, so busy right, right. worrying about what scarred you that you're kind of ignoring yeah. the scarring right. bits. It's the yeah. throwaway comments. Yeah. 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 So 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 you're a you're a part-time teacher yeah. and a parent. And you're smashing out a rap career. How does that work? Um, I, I I can't really do anything unless I have deadlines. So right. I just make my life like kind of as stressful as possible. And then I'm productive. Right, right, like right. That. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you work under sort of anxiety. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So if I, if I was like, I don't know, I had all the free time, was unemployed, I probably wouldn't do any music either. I'd just do nothing. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know I what need, you mean. I need yeah, the yeah. Like, kind of repeated yeah. cycle of different stress <laughs> yeah. events and deadlines. Yeah, yeah, no, totally, yeah. yeah. So how long have you been doing your own stuff? Uh, I hate answering this because I feel like I'm either not giving myself the kind of, like, doing myself a disservice if I don't say how long, but then when I say how long, I feel like I should be, like... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so I started writing lyrics probably when I was like 14. Okay. But the first time I like released the proper single with a video, uh, I was like 23 or 4. So that's like 2011, okay. something like that. Yeah. But and on what, and off. Right, right, right. And so because the way what you just said, you sort of went, I feel like I should be amazing or whatever. Do you feel like you haven't got where you want to get in the time that you've been well, doing? Not, yeah. What I mean is I think I like should have a, a bigger back catalogue. Oh, I but, see. Right, be more um, I prolific. I mean, you mean? Yeah, and also, had I been doing music consistently for that long, um, I know I would have developed like my sound a bit more. So right now, I feel like I'm developing my sound more than I have before. Right. But I feel like this could have happened, you know, earlier. But having said that, I think everything has its time as well. How but would yeah. you describe your sound then to, to be, for people that haven't heard your stuff? Um. God. Uh, Don't like, worry, if you struggle to answer this question, we'll just play one of your songs. It'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> Daddy was a rebel. He was on the movement. Daddy on his music. Now we've got the mic up. I'm on two juices. In all right, the booth do this ruthless. In all right, I pick sides, you're useless. Ain't no time to be nice, that's fruitless. Why they taking our life too stupid? Why they say we're too rude? They're shooting. Terrorists, guerrillas, freedom fighters. Justice for the righteous fighters. Black Panthers, FLN violence. Freed us in our minds, not kindness. Airstrikes on my kin trying to mine us. Brown skin one time on assignments. Homicidal, straight terrorizers. Gone viral, live, you riding. I think it like, it reflects what I'm like. So like, I feel like I don't really have a specific sound. Like right. I have uh, boom bappy type songs, got different tempo stuff. But um, I think... It's like a spectrum of personality, basically. Right. So, like, uh, you might get aggressive me, like, oh, fuck it, me. Or yeah. you might get introspective me. You might get politically angry me. You might get obsessive... You're a passionate Brexit vote, aren't you? Stalker me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hyped exactly. I mean, yeah. if you've heard, you know, Brexit, yeah. here we come, yeah, my Europe. anthem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll know that. Yeah. So you're kind of, you've got, kind of got a versatile kind of uh, style basically yeah yeah kind of like self-deprecating single mum having a lager binge yeah and caring about the world why am I starting trouble maybe because I hate myself or is it because I hate the rich and want to take their wealth be never big I'm still please just take the L see the big boys battered by the Aggie gang 
girl, I got the bloody hump I heard the news from Trump He wants to block out all my family and grab my cunt I'm from the land of sands, ain't got a fucking tan But still kinda yellow like my liver needs a hand I love But the how I would describe your sound is sort of like golden era hip hop yeah. to me because like it's sort of like mm. you obviously care about your flow you know your lyric you, you, you're a rapper that cares about the quality of I mean I, everybody cares about the quality of what they're doing but what I yeah. mean is like you care about flow about lyrical skills and stuff don't you? definitely that's sort of important yeah. to you yeah I see what you mean now yeah so I would definitely describe myself as lyrical yeah. definitely um, and my process t- quite, take quite a long time to make stuff. Right. Um, it has to be just kind of so. So, yeah, yeah um, my inspiration is definitely 90s, probably golden era. Yeah. Um, but I like to think I kind of go outside of those boundaries a bit as well. Yeah. Here's a little bit that you like to fall. How did you get into hip hop? How did you get into it all? What's your sort of journey into hip hop? So, early, earliest stuff will probably be like the kind of rap you'd hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like salt and pepper, like shoo, shoo, poo. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. That, like, do I know that one? <laughs> of course I fucking know that one. Listen to it on the way, yeah. Here I go, here I go, here I go again, oh, girls. Man. What's my weakness? Man. Okay, then chilling, chilling, minding my business. Right. You saw the looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stand, my niece, my witness. The brother had it going over something kind of. My first live gig was salt and pepper. Was it? Really? Well, I must have said this before. It was Crawley Leisure Centre. Yeah. They Leisure came to Crawley Leisure Centre. Yeah, of course they fucking did, Jazz. Okay. Get Everyone that? does. No, actually, that's not true. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Salt and Pepper, supported by Subsonic 2. Great. Yeah, um, um, just like, you know, those random rap hits here on the radio? Like, do you remember that? Um, come, baby, come, baby, baby, come. Hmm, come. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, regulate or whatever. Um, my sister used to get mixtapes from her friends, so that was my kind of uh, way into like the Beastie Boys. Cypress Hill was on there as well. I used to listen to the radio a lot, so I'd go through the tuner and press record, like when I heard something I liked. Yeah. And when I realised I kind of liked hip hop, so it's probably from my sister's tapes mainly, like uh, Ill Communications, the Beastie yeah. Boys, and I really loved that. And I was kind of trying to seek it everywhere. I didn't have any money. So, mm. like, I remember going to the library. And they that had... is where you find hip-hop. <laughs> I think I used to do that, yeah. And you, you, could, you, could record, you could record them, <laughs> couldn't you? Well, I was a lover of my local library anyway, you see. I was a bit of a book nerd. But um, they had uh, Master Cuts Hip-Hop Classics Volume 2. Yeah. So that had all, like, Public Enemy on it, Ultramagnetic MCs, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when you borrowed this stuff from the library, yeah. were you recording it? Yeah, I did that. I don't so, think I had the double tape deck, or my dad maybe did, but I don't okay. think I had a double but what one. What you were doing was piracy, wasn't it? Yeah. I just kept the tape. Yeah, I don't think I kept gave it the back. Tape. What about <laughs> the fines? Oh, see, so what you're doing is theft. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought Which yeah. was better. But it's kind of, it's like not premeditated because it's borrowed anyway, <laughs> and then you just hang on to it. No, 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 no. no. I, don't th- I think you're playing fast and loose with the word premeditated. There. <laughs> you still have it. <laughs> Oh, no, if you I go, don't. It, I had it, it for years. What, what, if you're saying it's not premeditated, what that suggests is you borrowed it with yeah. the intention of giving it back <laughs> yeah. and then just forgot to give it back. Is Maybe that But if I'll you go, if you go to the library <laughs> and go, I'm going to borrow this album and I'm never going to give it back, that's premeditated. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've not got a legal qualification, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's why it? all the libraries have shut down. Yeah, exactly. Because Mastercuts. They're, they're, they're making most of their money from the Mastercuts <laughs> <Yeah>. compilations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a queue of angry people waiting yeah. for that tape. To come yeah. back. I'll tell you what, listen, <laughs> if you don't get Mastercuts Volume 2 back, 
We're shutting this fucking facility <laughs> and down. And that's come from the government. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hip hop I listened to came from the Chubby Kids rap show because right. they, I mean, they played great stuff. I don't know if you ever listened to it. I didn't. Oh, what's that? So Shorty Blitz and Big Ted oh, right. used to have a show. Yeah. Yeah. And it was every Wednesday night mm. and I, I've still got the tapes that I used to record off of it. So like they'd play things like Slum Village, Conan Gardens. So like they're the little, oh, I'll get that album. Mm. They'd play um, Lucini, aka This Is It. So yeah. like, oh, that album. So that was like a lot of my Lucini. way into, yeah. What a fucking tune, by the way. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But I, I couldn't I've, understand a fucking word. Neither could I. Hollywood, Completely Butterfly. unintelligible. Yeah. So I could, I didn't know who they were. I missed who it was. Right. I just had, I was yeah. addicted to the, the breaks of exactly. Yeah. So I used to go on this forum called BringTheNoise.com. Right. It's a public enemy forum. Yeah. So I remember like, does anyone know what this is? And I'm like, um, what did, so what <laughs> I'm did trying you to type out, out the Dada. lyrics. <laughs> I was like, Dada. this is it. What? Oh, what was I said? What falling from the sky? I was, I was just like making up words, but it was enough words for somebody to eventually get back to me and tell they're like that's not the lyrics but yeah. this is what you're looking for that's such a satisfying way to find tune that you have to put the work in though, there's that it? clip that oh, went yeah. viral on Instagram I mean I think it's from years ago where it's like a Spanish or Me South American radio station and the guy's going but quiero Reebok or Nike and uh, the guy's going what and it's like they've got, they've got the subtitles they're going, the, the song that goes Reebok or Nike mm. And um, he's going, I don't know what song you're talking about. And they keep going on. He goes, it goes, oh, yeah, Reebok or Nike. And it's um, Rhythm of the Night. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Rhythm of the Night. Uh, yeah, it is a great way of finding. I actually but, yeah, think so a lot of that, that, that 90s in. dance yeah. stuff was part of my way into hip hop as well. And even Jungle. Because, yeah. like, I think I used to have, like, Cool FM right next door or something. Right. <laughs> like, it was a lot of jungling hackneys in the 90s. And, you know, things like Super Sharp, Shooter and all that stuff. Like, a lot yeah. of it was hip-hop sampled. So I heard mm. a lot of hip-hop samples on Jungle before I knew the original tracks. Right, right, So I'd be right. like, oh, that's a Jungle tune. Yeah. And also uh, Dancehall as well. So I feel like as a kind of Londoner or in the UK, that your way into hip-hop is also probably going to be influenced by those other sounds that were quite mm. big at the time as well. We just had Kano in and he said exactly the same thing. Did he? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like most people are always like, everyone I know is into hip-hop is always through like Snoop Dogg or NWA yeah. or something. That I'd, I wasn't exposed to them for way later. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So what's the first kind of album that you really got into? Um, Beastie Boys, Ill Communication. Right. Um, I went a bit backwards. So <laughs> Ill Communication is when they're on their like, mm. like self improvement yeah. vibe. So it's a bit of a later album, and it really, it actually really affected me. Like I'm vegeta- I've been vegetarian since I was twelve because yeah. of that album, basically. Right. But I just, I, I just love the sound of it. It's like the rawness of it. Have you read their book? Uh, yeah, but I read it a long, long time ago. Right. I've got it, but I've not got around to it. What that means is... <laughs> it's sitting on a shelf. You've got a copy, you're never going to fucking look at it, are you? It doesn't sort of lend itself to a beach read. No, I know what you mean. I, 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 yeah, because I, like I read it while away, yeah. and I sort of regretted taking it out, because it's like a massive... Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Is it? Yeah. What, are we talking about the same book? When did it come out? Like last year. Oh. Year yeah. Oh, no, I read <laughs> I read a book that came out like, I don't know, how many years ago, 15 years ago oh, or something. Right. Oh. No, I don't know what book you're talking about. It's their, it's their autobiography. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, the early stories about what they were like when they first started, they come across like real pricks. Yeah. Like they were real like Smashing shit. shit yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fascinating. And then they've got like... The music, they, they sort of list the records that they're into at the time of making different albums and stuff like that. It's really good. There's this really terrifying story where they, they're about to do a gig and then ate too many um, hash cakes. <laughs> and then just, they really, like, sort of fucking got really stoned, like, just before they're about to go mm. on. Like a and big then, one, a yeah, big gig. Yeah, 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 and then just were just shitting themselves the entire time on stage. <laughs> like. I remember reading a 24-hour omelette egg story of theirs, that Mike D, like, ate a 24-egg omelette and they had to take him to hospital <laughs> <laughs> sounds like one of those stupid It sounds rumors. like something you should abandon, like, I don't know, eight eggs in. Yeah. Because he, he, he can't have suddenly felt bad after he finished it. He must have been, like, <laughs> midway through it. Yeah. I thought, fucking hell, this is gonna, I'm going to be a bit, feel a bit ropey after It's a good... I, th- oh, I think it's lies, anyway. 24 but, um, egg omelette. So, I mean, I'm a I can't imagine what that tastes like. Well, it tastes really? a lot like a two-egg on there, <laughs> yeah. but it's just it, more though? of it. What, it doesn't change the taste of it. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It must be like... What the fuck are you talking about? I've had some of those hash brownies. <laughs> uh, but, so, Beastie yeah, Boys, right. I, the thing is, I stopped listening to them a long time ago, really. Right. So, I don't really listen to them anymore, but no. I listened to them for years. I listened to them every night before I went to sleep. I listened to them when I was skating for hours and hours and hours. I used to skate. So, yeah, it was like a soundtrack of my mm, life yeah. for... A, 
you know, a few years, that one album. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your favourite hip-hop album? And is that your favourite, is that your favourite album, is it? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's my favourite. I hate favourite questions. Yeah, I hate horrible. any kind of top ten Yeah, you did say you're a fan of the this. podcast, then. You know that we ask everyone that. <laughs> What's your favourite podcast? I don't mind listening to other people's favourite. <laughs> oh. We can give you a group. You can do a few if you want. Okay, so I'd say 36 Chambers. Yeah. Um, definitely one of my favourites. Uh, again, I listened to it quite young and it just proper caught my uh, imagination like it was really emotive but also it had like a range of different sounds in it so you had these kind of like rolling like boom bappy things that you could hear cypress hill on or even the beastie boys um had these dark beats on it it had horrorcore elements it had fantasy elements but i just never heard anything like it catch the blast of a hype burst my clock burst leaving a hearse i did worse i come rough like an elephant tusk, your head rush, fly like Egyptian must. Oh shit, we take clears off the wixen. However, I mastered a trick just like Nixon. I was just like totally immersed in like whatever the hell are they were talking yeah. whatever they were talking about. It's um, difficult, isn't it? Because that album is like amazing. And I love I mean like Ghostface has just put out a new album. Which oh, yeah, what's that like? Fucking mm, I saw amazing. it. I haven't heard it. Oh my god. But I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Do you, no. do you know what I mean? Like, no. like it's impenetrable. Yeah. Mm. But like, it's it's great, man. I, I love it. That's the thing with Wu Tang. I remember, mm. like, everything about Wu Tang was so great. Like, the, how many of them there were? Yeah. Their names, the imagery, the yeah. logo, all of that shit, and also the fact that when they came out, hip hop. There's no hip hop like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. Was, it was mad. But anyway. I, I so. quite like that abstract style as well, where you're like, you don't really know what they're talking about, but they're painting a picture. Um, yes. Yeah. I sort of catch, particularly with Raekwon, I catch little bits of what he's saying. And I go, okay, so he's in a, he's in a noodle house. Um, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what's going to go down next. You know what I mean? like, and then I get lost again. <laughs> okay. So Wu-Tang um, and anything Wu-Tang, um, DMX was one of my, I mean, for me, favourite albums. So I don't go the way of what are the best albums I've listened to necessarily. I go with the ones that have had the most impact. I'm yeah. emotionally attached to basically sure. and have a most impact. So DMX, um, it's dark and hell is hot. Are you a DMX fan, right? Yeah, ish, yeah. What do you mean, ish? Well, I don't like listen to him anymore. You don't listen to him, okay? I, I do watch him, though. That I think I might have mentioned it before that YouTube video of him on a fairground ride. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I go back to it the, quite a lot. One of those like sling things. Sling things. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just trying to be like hard as nails at the top, and yeah. by by the time it's released, he's absolutely I don't want to see that. Himself. I don't want to see that. That's incredible. <laughs> do you know what I think? DMX. I, I love DMX, <laughs> but I do find DMX is somebody who I would be embarrassed to play to a non-hip hop fan. Yeah. Not because it's shit. Because mm. his voice is so cartoony. Yeah, that's it. If you go, oh, you listen to hip hop, play me some hip hop. Here we go. You know, I just know that my friends just be like, okay, mum, you're a fuck. This doesn't happen to me. I don't I don't feel like this happens to me. Like, if you're not in hip hop, I don't want to fucking play you any. Go listen to your own. I know. Yeah, you're right. But it's just like, you know, I, I wouldn't ever let my wife hear DMX. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. This is not... 
A fucking yeah, exactly. game! Yeah, like all that. She's been looking <laughs> at me like, you're a fucking adult. You're immature, yeah. It's just because, or... yeah, it's just sort of, you know. I understand. But I mean, <laughs> I did get really into this stuff when I was a kid. Like, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I can't listen, imagine, on, I don't know. You, X gone give it to you. Mm, put that on now. Mm. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. But just not when your wife's there. Yeah. But I was totally into it, the whole conversations with God. Yeah. They're like, he's like in a perpetual existential crisis, basically. Yeah. And I related to that. Yeah. But yeah, that album, man. Like, I, I still get goosebumps when I hear Stop Being Greedy. Yeah. Um, I actually saw him live, got to see him live when I was 15. Like? It was amazing. I don't know anyone that's seen DMX live. Really? Yeah. I was 15. Yeah. It's two thousand, the year 2000, Stratford Rex. Um, none of my male friends would come with me. So I went with my little friend Tasha. None of my your male walls. friends would come with you to see DMX? No, too scared. Too scared? I'm too scared. I, I mean, I think back then, maybe, if you're not from an area, sometimes you don't go to an area. I feel Actually, like it's a bit left like that now. I'm saying that so cocky, like I would go wherever. Mm. I do remember, <laughs> like, if you're into hip hop, sometimes you'd be like, I really want to see that, but not there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, it's I not went, so much I an w- issue now, <laughs> is it? I don't think. I went in my Wu wear jeans, yeah. in my Fubu top, yeah. looking like a clown. <laughs> but uh, it was amazing. Like it was till six a.m., which is amazing to have like a what? concert club thing. I know. What time did it start? Um, Five thirty a.m. I had to get a cab home at one. I think that was the condition. <laughs> <laughs> and you missed DMX. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I got to see X, but um, yeah, it was like just full of people and Averexes. Right. I've never seen that many Averexes in my life, and it was like completely rammed. It was like a sweat box. I could smell crack. I think it was probably in retrospect like cokes. Coke cigarettes, but mm. it, it, it was disgusting. It was like leather and Coke cigarettes, and I fainted twice because it was so like potent. Yeah, um, and it was just the uh, raw leather, raw leather <laughs> combined yeah, with Coke, dead cow, and yeah. fucking drugs. Yeah. Um, 57th Dynasty was supporting, they did really well, but yeah, DMX he came on with like oxygen tanks. I don't know if this was like part of that or if he generally needed them, but he yeah, came with oxygen, tanks. yeah. What, like cover, like, like a big cover tank of, of oxygen, like on standby. Wow. And I remember him looking really small, but uh, yeah, it was magical. It was amazing, man. But right. I, I had to go home at 1 a.m. Was 15. he finished by then? Yeah, yeah, he was off by then. Right. But I bet there was a great after party. Absolutely man. smashing through that tank of oxygen, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> exact high off the oxygen. And what are you listening to at the moment? Um, I'm not very good at listening to new stuff. It takes me ages. So I kind of delved back into like 80s soul. Right. So what 80s <laughs> um, soul are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. Gap Band, um, stuff like that. Isley Brothers. But the newest stuff that I got onto more recently, Megan Thee Stallion. Handle me? Who gonna handle me? Thinking he's a player, he's a member on the team. He put in all that work, he wanna be the MVP. I told him ain't no taming me. I love my niggas equally. Fucking nine of Love her. Um, she kind of got... Megan the Maggot, Sorry, Megan the Stallion. Hot that girl Meg. I think so. Uh, Chester P's new stuff, I think is amazing. As is his old stuff. Dave's new album, latest album, amazing. Um, that was an emotional journey. What about your stuff? Have you got you working towards um, the album? Well, uh, last thing I released was November, so it's an EP called School Run, and um, I decided I'm just going to do singles. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I want to do a few singles. So I've got a single coming out next month. Called? 
The Reckoning. It's a bit of a kind of another horror. Oh, it was about, yeah, last Halloween I did a kind of similar horror-themed mm. one, Fatal Attraction. And you're doing a video for The Reckoning? I'm doing a video, yeah. Have you done it yet or not? Uh, no, it is, I'm shooting it at the end of the month. And is it going to be a horror video? A bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. I like horror stuff. Do you? Get some masks. <laughs> <laughs> Picture that. You probably already planned this, but I think masks. <laughs> there's no masks in it. Get I don't think masks. there's any masks. You said it's so sinister. I know. I was trying to be Halloweeny. Get some masks. <laughs> I thought you were about to make your own video. To be in it. Hmm? Make your own mask video. I'd love to yeah, make a horror film. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, man. Mm. I mean, this is. I mean, music videos are kind of a chance to make a mini film. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I've done a music video based on Videodrome. Uh, I've done a music video based on Fated Attraction. Um, this video isn't based on a film. Do you direct um, them? Or have I didn't direct Videodrome, but my latest single, Quitter, um, I shot it kind of point of view, so I obviously directed it because mm. it's just me on my own. Mood swings leave my head like a joyless part. My heart, is it broken or mending? Or maybe it's sending for me slyly. Bitch, don't try me if I bleed, you bleed. Calm as anything, I've been the whole eight years. I ate fears because I recently ran out of tears. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah, it's great. Great. <laughs> uh, me, yeah, rolling around on skateboard with like I had the GoPro in my mouth. <laughs> That's um, were, you on, were you on your own? <laughs> I was, yeah, uh, well, I looked like I was on my own. You know, you could just put it on your head though. Or did you want that? I, I felt like it would be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why is that better? Well. It'd be hard, a hard, long day with a GoPro in your mouth. Oh, I guess yeah, so. Yeah. But then, you've, but if you put it on your head, you've got to wear that fucking strap thing, haven't you? Yeah, which looks better. I don't well, know. the thing is, I feel like <laughs> less madder. I think is, <laughs> in your is mouth, you, you're kind of clenching the thing with mm. your jaw. It's like a gum shield. Yeah. But on your head, I feel like it's kind of less secure. So one of the shots I did, I um, I fall off my board, and I didn't want to fall off the board in it, kind of mm. slam onto the ground. So mm. I thought the most secure thing would be a, a mouth mounted one yeah and i did a bit of research and apparently it looks it looks better from that point of view anyway. okay so right. there you go that's oh, your that's little point absolutely yeah, shut up. Yeah, i mean i've i've looked into this <laughs> yeah so no, specific <laughs> gopro accessory that you can wear you can wear yeah if, if for surfers i think oh, it's I aimed at surfers i'll be honest with you when you said you put it in your mouth i just assumed that you'd put it in yeah, between your jaws. just the whole of, camera yeah, like yeah. <laughs> honestly that's down on it. that is uh, uh, until you said that that is what I've seen it happen. Yeah, same here. It's attached to a, <laughs> it's attached right, to really a gum shield. We really are a pair of fucking idiots, aren't we? <laughs> you can I'm do so that, though. Sorry about that. You actually yeah. can do that. You've got a big mouth. Yeah, but, um, oh, my God. You should film your next tour show like that. <laughs> I can't get used to that uh, self-filming thing, because I know loads of comedians do it and loads the of what? rappers do it. The what? Self-filming? You know when like, you sort of walk around with it mm. on a stick and sort of capture stuff that you yeah. want to? I just feel like too much of a cunt. Yeah. Is that bad? No, not at all. Mm, yeah, I I'm don't not talking know. about your. By the way, this is not me talking about your video. I'm just talking about I know, I know, you know when people capture, mm. like they go, "This is like so I'm arriving at blah blah blah." Mm. If you'd have asked me a few years ago if I'd have been performing at this thing, I never would have believed it. And then it's like fucking check that out and all that. I can't do all. But that. I, I, and neither can I. Like, mm. just the whole self promotion thing of like you feeling like you perpetually have to kind of provide some content Constant even if content, it's yeah. the fact yeah. you're in a vaguely interesting mm. looking building I yeah, yeah i mean i don't care when other people are doing either i guess yeah i feel like we're all pretending we all care 
Yes. I feel like we're all providing our own angst. Like, if we all just agree, we don't care. We don't have to do it anymore. It's a really good yeah, idea. Really do you know point. what I mean? Yeah, yeah totally. So, uh, live shows. Live Any shows. Um, yeah, that DMX show was one mm. of my live show highlight, highlights. Especially, it was one of my first, I guess. My first was the Beastie Boys at uh, Wembley Arena or something. But they were like on a rotating stage. I went to that gig. Did you? Yeah, yeah. In were the you middle, there? Yeah. yeah. Well, they were, yeah. Mm. They were like dressed as scientists and the yeah. stage yeah. was rotating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, EPMD at the Forum. I've seen them at like? the Forum twice. Amazing. I think they're, I think they're, they're like tracks are really good for live, mm. aren't they? Um, Cass is Dead uh, is very exciting. Every live mm. show. Um, we did, we saw him. We had him yeah, live on the podcast. Yeah. Have, have you it. been to a Cass is Dead show? He came and performed at the uh, Hip Hop Save My Life live. So he yeah. had to come to you? Yeah. Well, no, he didn't have to, but <laughs> he agreed to. So he agreed to. <laughs> but it's fucking weird. Is like it? It's, well, it's just because he's like obviously such a character. Yeah. And it's he's got like such that a presence. Though, yeah. Mm. It's just as soon yeah. as he arrived, everyone's mm. like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like a. He's in his mask the whole time. Yeah. 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 It's a thing. I, I, and, I, and then you realise it's really fucking weird talking to somebody when you can't see their facial expressions. Horrible, yeah. Because I've met him before, and I was like. Oh, this is fucking awkward as fuck. Like, I didn't realise how much I rely on not just seeing someone's eyes yeah. to actually talk to them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think what's great about his live shows is his fans are so dedicated and mm. so kind of like enthusiastic that that makes the show, not mm. just the stage show where he's obviously got the dead team on stage and everything, but it's also the fans, they're so yeah. kind yeah. of mental. But every live show I go to, I, I kind of I'm the one that pushes to the front and starts the mosh pit. That's me, a live show. I like sitting down at the back. Yeah, I do. Mm. I, I like um, sitting outside <laughs> and waiting for somebody to car. tell me it's gone quiet and I can go in and sort of see some of the <laughs> down tempo stuff. And then when yeah. it starts getting rowdy again, I go back yeah, outside like with like a sandwich or something. Oh no, I need. I'm a bit like that in like any situation. Like, oh, so I probably sound so irritating, but like a work meeting or like training or something like that. If yeah. I'm not really engaged with what's going on, I'll just I'm just going to turn off. So I need to be like in there. Mm, I need front. to be talking. I need to be interacting. And the same for me at a show. Like if I'm not engaged. I think, I don't know, I can't remember if it was you that kind of admitted this, where you're like, you've gone to a show of someone you really want to see, you're secretly hoping they just like hurry up and finish. Oh, mate, that happens to me every fucking <laughs> you're time. Like, I yeah. should really be enjoying I know. this. When they yeah. come but back like, out, I'm please like, be your last song. <laughs> mate, I can't because I have to stay to feel yeah. like I've got my money's worth. Mm. Yeah. But also, fuck off. Yeah. So for me, if I don't feel like that, that is a hallmark of there a great you live show. Yeah, right, right. If, you, if you've left me wanting more, you must be really good because yeah. I generally just want you to hurry up and finish I suppose <laughs> plug one plug two guest plugs for you okay well I think we're, we're yeah. almost out of time Jess but could mm -hmm. you tell us uh, what's uh, so what's coming up for you sort of alluded to it a bit but what you got coming up uh, yeah, I got that single. Um, well, not much really. I mean, I don't plan that far ahead. So actually, I've got loads of fucking videos to record. Yeah, I've got a few Just singles coming out. Yeah, yeah out. I've got a few singles coming out. It's good. We out. sort of like to operate as like kind of a to-do list for people that come yeah, on. Yeah. So and it's good Just for us to remind you. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Really I appreciate out. it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a dissertation to write. Uh, <laughs> we can help with that. <laughs> What's a dissertation on? Uh, that I need to decide. Okay. Fine. But uh, the Masters is Ethnicity, Culture, Diaspora. So 
something about post-colonialism or sure. gender. I'll knock something up for you. How many words has it got to be? 10,000? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 12, 10 to 12. Yeah. yeah. I'll get across to you sort of later on. That would be great. So Thank lovely. you. Where you can know. we check out all your stuff? Well, if you put Jazz Kahina in anything, really, like YouTube mm. or Instagram, mm. all my things are just Jazz Kahina, J-A-Z, uh, Kahina. So, yeah. Check it out. Brilliant. Thank yeah. you so Thank much you. for coming Thank on. We appreciate it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.